0: How's everybody doing today? Good morning. morning. How's everybody doing this morning? How's everybody doing? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, everybody. Hey, last day of the month. All right, all right, all right. How's everybody doing, guys? It is Friday. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good morning, uh, Capital Chevrolet WKXAM here in Austin, Texas. Live. Good morning. Good morning. Looking good. Looking good. Hope everybody's having a good morning so far. Hope, hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Today Hi. is Friday. Who's ready to make it happen today? Raise your hand. All right, all right. Guys, how you doing this morning? It, it is, is a beautiful, beautiful Friday. Good morning. All right, all right. Good morning, guys. Hey, guys, what did we talk about outside, Chewy? Tell us what we talked about outside. What to do what not to do
1: and all the good things.
0: Okay, like? <laughs> like? Like what? Like what?
1: Execution. Ex- hammering the phones. Getting
0: live connections on your phone calls and selling cars okay what else no
1: more excuses
0: okay no more excuses no. what else nene what else nene we
1: come talk on about no, not procrastinating we talk about our game plan and what we needed to have happen in december
0: okay and what, how are we going to treat december Aaron?
1: we have to believe in ourselves and believe that we can execute and be those 20 25 car sales million quarter, quarter give it, all you is it quarter, quarter Fourth quarter no it's not more quarter. More. what Overtime. are you
0: talking about it's a it fourth is quarter minutes. No. no, what is it? Super Bowl what Super, Bowl. Super Bowl time. Okay. He can't say it. Somebody say it.
2: <laughs> Super Bowl.
0: Okay, it's Super Bowl, right? Isn't
2: it Super Bowl, Mike? Yes, it is. What
0: do we got to do, Mikey? We
2: got to execute, knock it out, come together, make a game
1: plan, and execute. All right,
0: all right. A goal without a plan, guys, what is it? It's just a wish, right? A goal without a plan is just a wish. Because sometimes we don't believe in ourselves. Sometimes we question ourselves. Sometimes we think, hey, I don't know if that can happen for me. I don't know if I can do it, Right. True or false? True or false? True. What's your name? Ashley. What do you do here? BDC. Let's give it up for Ashley, guys. <clears throat> uh, do you love working at Bravo?
2: Yes, I All do. All right. What do
0: you like do you love the most about working at Bravo? The environment. Ah, give it up for Ashley. Okay. So I'm talking about baby. Okay. So for those people who say, hey, it's hard. It's not hard. It's only hard for the lazy people. It's only hard for the people that don't want to do the job. It's only hard for the pikers, right? Okay, so let's give the pikers another wide this morning. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Lance, Lance, you've been here with us for uh, two months, three months, whatever it is. What do you think? You, from what you've seen, from what you learned, what you know about the car business, what needs to happen for us to execute? Because we talked about we talked about hitting 250 cars here at this dealership, and unfortunately, we don't have 30 salespeople yet. We're working on it. We're still shorthanded. What needs to happen for with 13, 14 salespeople, whatever number that is. What needs to happen for us to sell that many cars?
1: Everybody has to follow the process 100% of the time, every time. We cannot get lax on them. We cannot let us let us fail. We have to make sure we're making our phone calls, and not just phone calls, making connections, making appointments. We can't just say, hey, I made my phone calls to so check a box that I made my phone calls, but have zero connections, zero appointments. That's not the point of a, a phone call. point of phone call is to get a live connection. Give them a reason to come in, man. It is an amazing weekend. We got a big sale going on this weekend. My managers are taking some amazing deals. You owe it yourself. Come in. Let me show you why I'm the best person to do business with. Why we're the best dealership to do business with. And let me make it happen for you. I promise you. I'm not going to waste your time. Get down here today. We're going to find a car that fits for you. Fit it in your budget and put it in your driveway.
0: Wow! Give it up for Lance, guys. We're good. You guys like that? Okay. Man, my my man, my man, speaking the truth this morning, isn't he? Isn't he, guys? Give him a thumbs up. Bring himself down. He's saying, hey, man, he's preaching to the choir right here. Okay, Holly, Holly, BDC, BDC. What does BDC need to do for, us, for this to happen? This is December, guys. We all need to know what I got to do. If I want to be a part of the team, I need to know, do I need to block? Do I need to run? Do I need to catch the ball? What do I got to do? So, Holly, let me ask you this. What does BDC need to do for us to succeed? And what do the salespeople need to do and the sales managers for this to happen? What do you think it needs to look like?
1: We need to make sure we're following up with every single customer. Okay, okay. You don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. What else? <laughs> I know you know.
0: Everybody say, Holly, you know. Holly, you know. So tell us,
1: Holly. Tell us, Holly. Come on. Make sure everybody's making appointments, making their phone calls, following up with customers, and selling the customer when they're here at the dealership.
0: Okay, guys. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. Great job. So we talked about so many times about following up, making appointments, following up, making appointments. We, we keep saying that. Everybody's saying that. Everybody in here keeps saying it over and over and over and over. But isn't it sad that it still doesn't happen? Isn't it sad that a customer will probably come, come look at a car today or maybe come co- look at a car yesterday and today they're not going to get a call? How sad is that? Jojo,
2: how sad is that, Jojo? Very depressing. It's depressing, isn't it? It
0: literally is depressing. Give Jojo a hand, guys. Jojo, let me ask you this. How many appointments are you going to make for tomorrow?
2: Uh, I'll say at least nine or ten. Wow.
0: Guys, nine appointments. JoJo, how long have you been in the car business? Not that long. I so mean, how long? Um, Three, four months. <laughs> so three months in the car business. So you've never sold cars?
1: No. Okay.
0: You've never been in the car business? No. But you can come in here today and say, hey, I'm going to make nine appointments for tomorrow. That's pretty freaking incredible, isn't it? How is it that Miss JoJo, who, by the way, is amazing, so, so let me ask you this. You've never sold cars. You've never been in the car business. You've been doing this for three months. You look amazing, by the way. Okay? You look incredible. So great job. Um, so, but how is it that with no experience in the car business, with not selling cars, how do you get not? Because some of these guys struggle to have one appointment tomorrow. There's general manager and GSM that are not going to get themselves but to make even one appointment. There is somebody on that screen right now who's going to come in tomorrow on a Saturday with no appointments tomorrow. Let's give him a big wham. It's called a wham round of applause. Okay? That's terrible, right? So JoJo is going to make nine appointments. How do you? Everybody say, how do you do it, JoJo? How do you do it, JoJo? Tell us, what's the secret, JoJo? What's the secret, JoJo?
2: Um, I follow up with my customers. And, of course, you have to have empathy and make sure you understand their situation and why they need a car. And from there, you give them the information that they need so you can go ahead and push to that appointment. Wow.
0: Wow. So, so I know there's no way that with making nine appointments. I would assume that, let me ask you all this guys. If she's making nine appointments, is she making nine phone calls? She's making a bunch of phone calls, right? She's making a lot of phone calls. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but our BDC reps are required to make how many, how many calls a day? I don't know the answer, but tell them
1: at least a hundred,
0: a hundred calls a day, a hundred calls a day. So, so let's just do the math. Let's just do the math, because I love math. Who loves math here? Okay, so 100 calls a day, because that's, that's what she does. She comes in every day, makes calls. She makes 9 to 10 appointments. So if I was to make 50 calls a day, because I don't have time to make 100, I got to wait on customers, sell cars, do all these other things. I got to watch a lot. I got to desk deals. I got to do all these things, right? I got my, per- my responsibilities. If I'm making 50 calls a day, how many appointments should I make? Five hi Julie did you fail mad okay all right I know you got at least a GD like me bro okay so so five appointments okay fine what if I only made 25 phone calls how many appointments should I be making two and a half three appointments so if I just make 25 calls a day literally actually made them with the same enthusiasm with the same positive mindset with the same attitude that she has with having a servant heart. With willing to want help people and tell people all about us when we're calling a customer. We talked about this, guys. We got to talk about what do we talk about when we're trying to get a customer in the dealership? They're like, I don't want to come in. I don't know if I should come in. I don't know if you can get me done. I don't know if you got what I what I want. I don't know if you can get. What do we? What's one thing we talk
1: about? Sense of urgency. Okay, sense of urgency. What else we talk about? Hope we're in. Hope we're in.
2: <laughs> don't go.
1: Okay,
0: so so if I if I'm a customer, I'm gonna come in. What do I need to know that when I come in, there's gonna be a sense of urgency? In other words, they're not gonna waste my time, right? B, B's over here taking notes. Good job, B. Thank you very much. Okay, what else do I want to know? If I'm coming, if I'm trying to get a customer to a dealership, what else do I need to talk about?
1: Hey, he's the number one person that I'm working on. While he's here.
0: Okay, we're gonna we're gonna make them a priority, right? That's good. That's good. But customer service, guys. Okay, we're gonna we're not gonna waste their time. Urgency. Uh, we have great financing we can get them approved remember guys we talked about this before this has been one of our Zooms we had a meeting about this and we said hey when we call a customer we're trying to get them in we're going to talk about hey we can get you approved we have great financing Mr. Customer we're not going to waste your time we believe in great customer service we believe in transparency amazing inventory guys we are now getting new cars how freaking exciting is that guys is that exciting show me that you're excited then we got some catalyzed, We got some Chevys. I mean, I know Joe's excited. I know Joe's excited because he don't know how to sell used cars. Give Joe a win. Oh, he can only sell older units, can he? Okay. All right, Joe. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now he's mad. Now he's mad.
1: Joe, Joe. Are you
0: excited
1: about new cars? Sir? I'm very excited. Also about the great used car inventory.
0: Ah!
1: Okay. All right. All right. So he's calling me out.
0: He's like Alex. You don't know what you're talking about, man. I sell. I sell a lot of used cars and make a lot of gross. Doesn't he? Okay, I'm just kidding, Joe. I know you do. I know you do. All right. So, so I'm gonna go back over here, Jasmine. What what do we talk about outside?
1: We uh, talk about um, accountability. Um, how we need to go back to the basics and, and follow the process. Um, we need to we need to start doing our phone calls, actual phone calls, uh, connections, live connections, and and appointments. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. Give it up for Jazz, guys. All right, all right.
2: Okay. So, guys.
0: Here, here it is. Here, here's, the, here's what what it boils down to. What it boils down to is this. It's December. It's December, guys. We got the bows right there for the cars. We're ready. We're getting new car inventory. Uh, people are going to start coming here. Guys, when people come here to our dealership, believe me when I tell you, they're not here to play. They're not here to waste their time. They're not here to shop. They are here for one thing and one thing only. And I'm going to ask the lady who hasn't been in the car business that long. What are they here to do, you think? To buy a car. Wow! Wow! How long have you been in the car business? A month. a month. And even she knows it. Even she knows it. Give her a hand, guys. Let's, so, so, so a person who's been here a month, a month in it. But isn't it crazy what a manager will be like? oh, get rid of them. They ain't buying nothing. True or false? Hey, this ain't no deal. Get out of. Get them out of here. Get your new. Get your new customer. They ain't no good. Is there such thing as that? Every customer is a gift. I want you to start thinking like that. In fact, I want you to write that down. Every customer is a gift. Every customer is a blessing, true or false. The fact that they're even here at our store, it is a blessing and it is a gift. Now, I want you to, the reason why I'm making you write this down, right, is because I want you to remind yourself, how do you treat a gift or a blessing in your life? And that's the way we should treat every customer. That's a gift and that's a blessing. Think about it, guys. Think about when we start doing it. That's all we really need to do. If we start treating every customer like they're a gift and a blessing to us, do you perhaps think you're going to close a lot more car deals? 100%. Guys, we got to follow the process. We can't dilute the process. We have a lot of new people on this. Is Loab in this call, guys? Did we let Loab know about this call? There he is. There he is. Guys, we got a new general manager uh, that just joined the Bravo Auto Group. He came from the number two. Nissan store in the country. He's been with Nissan for over 17 years. He used to be one of my guys when I was a GSM at a Nissan store many moons ago, over a decade ago, a long, long, long time ago. And his name is Loab Berg. He's coming here to prove something. He's driving two and a half hours from his house in Houston all the way to Victoria because he wants to be a part of this. He's not here to pike around. He's not here to talk about it. He's here to be about it. Let's give it up for Loab, guys. Let's go, baby. Lord, Lord, tell us about yourself, man. Tell us if you're
2: excited. Sorry. What are you here to do? What's going on? Why are you here? What the hell's going on? Uh, thank you. Once again, sorry I had to turn my phone on. Uh, yes, I'm very excited. Um, I'm here just to follow the process. Uh, it's a process that I believe in. It's a culture that I believe in. It's a team that I believe in. Um, I had choices. I chose Bravo because I believe in everything that Bravo stands for. I, I like I said, I've. I worked with Alex Flores in the past and I know how he is as far as accountability. And that's something that I believe in. I believe in being accountable myself and I believe in holding everyone else accountable. I believe that in the car business, the one business we can make all the money in the world, but I want to make the money the right way. I want to make sure that when I sell a customer a car, that customer is going to come back to me two, three, four, five years. I don't want to just sell a customer car and make all the money, but I never see them again. You know, we can do the math. I can make 5,000 on a customer one time. Or over a period of 10 years, I can make 2000 a customer each time. It's all about the process. It's all about customer service. It's all about taking care of the customer. It's all about making sure that we do everything the right way. And that's the reason I drive two and a half hours to come here. And I'm excited. I got here this morning about 6.30, 6.45 this morning. And I was ready to go. Um, I'm still ready. I'm still pumped, ready. I'm going to be here tomorrow morning ready. They'd be here every morning, right? That's what. That's that's just how I am. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to what we're gonna do here at Bravo Nissan. I'm looking forward to what Bravo's gonna do. Period. Um, I thank you for allowing me to come a part of the a part of the team. And hey, let's go. How we say? Who are we? Bravo. Ah, oh who are we? <laughs>
0: Bravo. That was freaking weak. What the hell is wrong with y'all? This is December. <laughs> this is freaking December. I'm gonna ask you one more time, and you better say it like you mean it, or you need to get the hell out. Who are we? Oh. That's more like it. That's more like it. All right, law, law. I got a question for you, man. You know, um, I want to I want to pick your brain for a little bit, man. You sold cars with me or for me when I was a GSM, and I was so impressed by your work ethic. I was so impressed by how many customers would come in and ask for you, and all these referrals you would get, and every single month you would figure out how to sell. 30 car 25. 30, I don't You tell us the number because I don't want to lie. You tell us whatever that number was. But I remember it was a lot. I remember you were the salesman of the month every single month. And, and we had a little small operation, little tiny little store that smelled like mildew. I had to burn incense every single day. And you came in and you always had a great attitude, your confidence. So tell us because I know every salesperson is not because to me, we got a hot mic. Jason, mute yourself, Papa, please. Okay. But because to me, uh, what's important to me is someone who's actually done it. Okay? Success leaves clues, right? I don't want to hear from somebody who acts like they know, talks like they know. I want to hear from somebody that actually has done it. So please, by all means, I know the salespeople would love to hear from you, from a GM, from somebody who's made it all the way up to a GM. Who here would love to be a GM one day? So can we all say that we kind of look up to law right now? That we can say, hey, you know what? We want to be like you, man. We want to be like you one day, and, and not only that, but it's not just attaining it; it's maintaining it. Because anybody can get a title, anybody can get the promotion. Who can keep it? Who can keep doing good and keep doing the right thing, like you talked about? So, so, low up, tell us, as a salesperson, what made you successful? What was your what was your your philosophy as a salesperson? How do, how were you consistent? How did you end up being a manager? What got you? What were the mistakes? What was the things that you know you did right? Things that you did good? And when was it when it clicked and you understood what it takes to be successful?
2: Um, whoo, what, do we got that much time? You know, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. It's only it's okay. <laughs> no, um, really, it it it. it what made it click for me was was finding the process and buying into the process. Um, I I started selling cars at Town North Nissan back in two thousand seven. Um. It was a group one store. The process was a little, uh, you know, they kind of just threw me to the wolves and said, "Hey, go sell cars, learn on your own," and and that's what I did for the most part. I'm by nature, I'm a competitive person. I don't like being anything but number one. Um, that's just how I am by nature. So I just had I had a competitive nature about me, but I always asked questions and I trusted my managers to find out what is that I could be doing differently. What do I need to do differently? And it all started when I had a manager tell me, "Hey, you know, the dealership opens at nine. Nothing stops you from coming in at eight o'clock." You need to come in early enough so that you can walk the lot, so that you can see what your inventory is, so that you can make your phone calls, position yourself to be successful. And so I started coming in at 8.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, and then I had a game plan. Like I knew every day for me to sell 30, 35 cars, I needed to send out 150 emails and make 100 phone calls. That was something that I had to do personally. And then I what I would do is throughout the day is figure out, okay, in the morning between 8 and 9, I'm going to probably send out the majority of my emails. Because that's the time when there's no customers usually on the line. That gives me my time to send out my emails. So between 8 and 8.45, I'm going to send out almost 100 emails. And then throughout the day, I'm going to get those other 50. Before I went home that night, I made sure that I met those goals. 150 emails, 100 phone calls. Because I believe that's what was going to get me to 30 cards a month. And that's what I had to have. I knew... Anything less than thirty cars a month would not allow me to be number one, and I wanted to be number one. I always wanted to be the number one salesperson. There was a, 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 it was a money bonus to that, and it was just a thing to me knowing that I'm the best. That's how I wanted to be. Um, once I bought into the process, you know that that made things just take off for me. Once I realized that customer service is very important, you know, when I first started selling cars, I was burning and turning. You know, sell a customer car, go to the next one, sell a customer car go to the next. I wasn't into customer service. I didn't understand follow-up. I didn't realize that those things were important. But when I decided to make this into a career, and that's what a manager told me, say if you want to be a, a, a career successful salesperson, you have to follow up with customers. You're going to have to maintain that customer service from at the end of the sale. The sale is not over when they drive off the lot. The sale continues until either they pass away. He said, you always on call. So when I figured that part out, then I I incorporated customer service into my own thing. I started, you know, I got people now still following. They'll 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 buy a car from me anywhere I'm at in, in in the United States because of the fact that they know when they buy a car from me, if they call me at twelve o'clock at night or eleven o'clock at night or one o'clock in the morning, and say, hey, I uh, uh, I forgot, you know, where, where my tire jack is. Where's my tire jack? Or how does how how can I connect my Bluetooth again? It's unconnected. Those kind of things were important for the customer. So I made sure I knew them. I, showed the, I talked to the customer on the phone and would tell them those things. So that customer service is what's kept me getting referrals. That customer service would allow me to sell so many cars. Um, listening and focusing and paying attention to everything that was presented to me, always being as fun, soaking up everything that sales managers could tell me, salespeople could tell me, finance managers, um, the, the training, anything that I could get. I soaked it up. I even, you know, I bought, I got books from Grant Cardone. I bought. I just bought Chris Martinez books. I got books from Palora because I believe in investing in myself. You know, all these things is what got me from being. I started out selling cars. Went from salesperson to an internet manager to an internet director to a finance contractor to a finance director to a sales manager to a new car director GSM. Now I'm a GM, and that all that journey from two thousand for love, guys.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. And listen, man, I I love. I I hate to interrupt you, but uh, and. And uh, I'm good at that, by the way. So, uh, uh, I, uh, you know, you 17, 17 years in the business, you earned it. It sounds like you have to go through every single step. You earned every single rank. And, and that just makes you a lot better once you finally arrive. And you understand consistency. You understand structure. You understand discipline. You understand customer service. And I love what you're saying. I, I want to talk about something that I think something that we all want to hear from you about. When you sold this many cars, thirty-five cars, we're in South Point Nissan. It was South Austin bad credit, challenge credit, whatever you want to call it. People with, that wanted, you know, wanted the moon, but could only afford, you know, you know, a, a, a Versa or a Sentra, whatever it is that we we're trying to sell over there. But they wanted to come in there for the Armada. They wanted to come in there for the expensive Titan. How do you deal with that? Because that's a big problem here where we struggle with. What did you do when you sold cars? When customers came in wanting too much car? What did you do when, when, how did you treat, how did you get customers down to reality in a professional good way, in a way? And obviously, we have a process and we don't pre qualify people. We don't ask them up front, hey, what can you afford? How much you got down? But these guys I know would love to hear from somebody else besides me. How did you do that? Because obviously, that that had to have been a challenge. That had to have been something that you came across all the time. And and we want to, we love to hear from you about this.
2: That's a, I'm becoming that's a like a question.
0: CNN reporter, aren't I?
2: Okay? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, buddy. That's a that's a great question, Alex. And, and I, I'm not going to say that there's a, a, a exact formula to, to doing that. Um, listening. You know, and, and I'm not going to preach, but I have to say that, you know, God gave us one mouth and two ears for a reason. And that's something I've always stood by. And that's what's always helped me to be successful in this business. When I listen to my customer, and I understand they're, you know, they may be explaining that they want to tighten, and this is the reason why they want to tighten, but I'm listening for those things so that I can come back and explain to the customer, hey, you know what? I understand you might want that Nissan tight. However, if we can put you in this frontier for right now, if we can put you in this frontier for right now, then this vehicle will will solve the needs that you just told me that you, that you were looking for. When I listen to my customer, I always try to find out what the needs of the customer, why was the customer here to buy a car? And once I knew what that need was, Despite the fact that they wanted the most expensive car, it wasn't hard to get them to what we needed once we decided what that was. I, I, like you said, never pre-qualified. You know, I have a story. When I was at Tal North Nissan, customer came in. She had bad credit. Everyone knew she had bad credit. Everyone told me, leave her alone. And I said, no, You know, she wants to buy a car. I'm going to show her a car. I went out there and showed her the same car two times. What no one knew is that back then in, 2000, in 2007, you can buy a car with a credit card. And because I did my job in showing her the car and never treating her differently, she went and got her credit card from her parents and came back and bought that car with a credit card. So from that point, I've never judged a customer. I never pre-qualified a customer. When a customer tells me they want a certain thing, I don't have, I've shown them that. However, I'm listening to their needs. And once I hear what their needs are, customers say, you know, I just need to get from point A to point B. Well, that tells me, Mr. Cutler, you don't need a GTR. Point A to point B it's going to be a Nissan Versa. It's going to be a Nissan Sentra. Let me show you how this car can solve all your needs. Let me give you that $100,000 presentation on a $10,000 car. You know, I, I was taught by Mr. Flores as well as uh, Renee that you make a customer fall in love with a car, they'll buy anything that you want them to do. And I was a stickler on making sure that when I showed a customer a car, they were licking the paint off of that deal, no matter if it was a Versa or if it was a GTR listening to the customer's needs was what allowed me to be successful the majority of the time. Yes, I can get ten customers and it's probably gonna be five or six that's gonna get to that that I'm gonna be able to switch over to, but I take sixty percent over, you know, no no percent any day. So instead of me prejudging, I just went and just listened to the needs, followed the needs of the customer, made sure that I showed them the card they wanted to see, but then put them on the card that they needed to see. And typically they trusted me. You know, when When the customer builds trust in you, as a salesperson, we're at the bottom of the barrel. So people already don't trust it. But once we build that trust, then they will hear us when we say, hey, I understand this is what you want, but this is what you need. And this is what's gonna get you to where you need to be. In fact, you drive this car for 18 months. The great thing about, you know, I'm with Nissan. So the great thing about Nissan, after 18 payments, Nissan will pre approve you. And even though now you may not be able to get that Armada, when you come back in 18 months, you may, you know, you'll be able to get that armada. So I gave customers that hope of letting them know that there is a, you can get the car that you want it, you know, however we need to drive what we need. We got to crawl before we walk, but I had to, I had to get the customer or get customers to trust me, to believe that what I was saying was correct, to, to get them from folding their hands to opening their arms up and trusting that what I was saying to them, that I wasn't trying to trick them, uh, that I wasn't trying to get over on them. I wasn't trying to do bait and switch, all those things had to be handled in my in my meet and greet with the customer. I had to make Beautiful. sure he understood that I'm, I'm here to help you, Mr. Customer.
0: Lord, thank you so much, man. And, and it sounds to me like it, you're basically saying it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Would you guys agree with yes. that? And that he's saying that, you know, we we can get anything accomplished, but it has to do with the delivery. That, you know, sometimes we're scared of going out there and telling a customer, hey, this is the vehicle that's going to work, but, it, but if the delivery is proper, then we can definitely say it. And, and and probably be successful at it. So uh, thank you so much, uh, aloha for uh, for sharing all this with us. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, and man, there's a reason why you're where you're at. Uh, we honor you today, man. We welcome you with open arms. We wish you nothing but the best, right, guys? And uh, we want you to succeed, man. Uh, I know the team's excited to have you there. I know that uh, we we're gonna take it to the next level. But now I'm gonna go, guys. I'm gonna surprise somebody today. We're gonna say, call them out, flo. Out, Let, let's see. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna call him out, but I'm gonna put him on the spot. Okay. I, I want to go to Mr. Joel, uh, one of our managers at, at Las Cruises. I'm gonna catch this guy sleeping right there. Yes, that's you. He acting like he can't hear me. Okay. <laughs> there he is. Come on, Joel. Come on, everybody. Come on, get in there. Unmute yourself. I want to ask you a very important question that I think every manager, every person in our organization, he don't want to unmute. He's like, I'm not even looking at the camera. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here we go. There you go, Joe. Hey, you might need some help in the background for this one. But you got this. Everybody say, what's up, (laughs) Joe? What's up, guys? How you doing, man? How you doing? You ready?
1: Perfect. Yes, I'm ready.
0: Man, I heard that you're a gross monster, and we love that, and we appreciate that, man. You're doing a great job with that uh and I and I love that man, but our units are low. We got to get our units up, and there's we'll something. Turn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But there's something that we do in our process that everybody in our organization knows that makes the world of difference in how many cars we sell and get into that next level. Do you know what that step is and what is it called? And can you tell us about it?
1: Huh? Uh
0: huh. That's what I thought.
1: I'm asking Mr. Prevention right now. <laughs> what hey,
0: step? hey, you can hey, you can use a lifeline. Go ahead. I know you got somebody there in the room with you. Go ahead. Ask a, a Ask a friend. Ask a friend. Push into a worship. There you go. Give it up for Joe, guys. All right. All right. That's the That's that's the exact. So say thank you, Armando. Say thank you, Armando. Or, or, or David, excuse me. Thank you, David. Please give it up for David, guys. Yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> So, so, David, tell us why is this such a big difference? Thank you, Joel. You're amazing, buddy. Joel, we all need to know the process. We all need to understand what makes our organization so successful and what we all believe in. I believe if we're all on the same page, it's going to make a big difference for all of us, right? So everybody needs to understand, this is huge. Everybody say, this is huge. This is huge. In fact, let's do it like Donald Trump. This is, huge. this is huge. Like that, okay? So, hey, guys, this
1: is huge. And David, tell us why this is huge. It's one of the biggest steps, sir. You have to push to a worksheet. And, and the reason being is, just like you say all the time, it's actually it's actually in in the, in the verbiage. There's two things people can't do. They can't do at home that, that they could do at a dealership, which is test driving and getting numbers. So that's already half the battle alone. All you have to do is keep getting them to get that pencil, keep getting them to push them to a worksheet, Doing all that stuff right there. I mean, it's literally 60, 70% of the purchase.
0: Amen, amen. So so when a customer comes in, guys, and doesn't want to buy, and is not ready to buy, and says, hey, I'm good, I'm good, Omar. I appreciate you. I'm just not at that stage right now. We believe in pushing every customer to worship, right, Mike? And what have we seen when we do this?
1: It, it gives us it a chance to bat, so um, we end up selling that customer carver. Okay, so you
0: end up selling them a car. So so when a customer's not ready and you say, hey, Mr. Customer, let me at least show you what we can do. You know, we sold 155 cars last month. We surveyed every customer that purchased a vehicle from us. And we asked them, when you came into the dealership, what were you hoping to accomplish? Okay, everybody say, what were you hoping to accomplish? What were you hoping to accomplish? Right, and they all said the same thing. They said they wanted to drive a car and they wanted to get a price. So when we do this, when we accomplish this, what, what happens then?
1: We uh, When we successfully push them to a worksheet. When they say, okay,
0: sure. Show me the numbers. What usually happens?
1: They We show them the numbers and they say yes. Or they, they'll they tell us.
0: Okay, Mike just said, he's getting a little nervous and I'm not asking the question right. And I apologize because it's my fault. It's not you. So when we push a customer to a worksheet, do they say yes, guys? No, they don't say yes. They might say no, they don't. But is that what we want? In fact, that's exactly what we're looking for. Because if they wanted to... Show us now. If they wanted to buy a car, then of course they're going to say yes, right? But if we push them to a worksheet, what are they going to say? No, exactly. Isn't that where we kind of gone wrong a little bit? That maybe we don't understand. Hey, we 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 anticipate that if I push somebody to a worksheet, right, Joe, that that it's going to work every time. They're going to say yes, right, Holly? But the reality is that they're not going to say yes. Where where is T? Oh, is she? P, are you there? Please tell me you're there, girl. Houston, Houston, we have a problem. Oh, there he is. There she is. Yes, Submitted I'm here. Leave. Give me,
1: give me all one second. Right. Russell, all, right, right. all right, Give it up for T,
0: guys. Give it up for T. Yes, right, sir.
1: Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> yes, sir.
0: Everybody, say say by the bell. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, okay, so when we push to a worksheet, I think we anticipate the customers going to say yes, but the reality is, no, they're not going to say yes every time. In fact, we're looking for a no. Roy, why are we looking for a no? To me, that our job a
2: starts. That, that tells us what the objections are. That tells us what the hot button is and what we need to put our focus on. That's Right. When, that's when That's when we know we, we got to get to work and we want that no to flesh out earlier so that we can get to uncovering the true objections and start to do our job.
0: So when we push a customer to a worksheet, right, Jason? I'm going to go to Jason Barnes. This guy's amazing, by the way, guys. You haven't met him, but he's got energy. He's hilarious. Uh, but... He needs to learn the process. Everybody say, Jason, learn the process. Okay, so Jason, Jason, so when we, when we push a customer to a worksheet, we anticipate a no. We want the Absolutely. customers to say no, right? Because when they say yes, no, what are we going
1: to say, Jay? How close or what were you looking, what were you trying to accomplish within these numbers? Yes, what we're trying to accomplish, right? So we're going to say, hey, no,
0: then we're going to say two magic words. Does anybody here know what they are? That's exactly right. Hang on. Hang on. Can you say that again, please? Why not? Why not? Why not? Just like that. So when the customer says, hey, no, I, I'm i good. Hey, Mr. Customer, my manager was in such a great mood. The vehicle's available, right? We're still going to present numbers like that. Yes? Everybody with me so far? We all yes, need sir. to know. OK, we only need to be honest and say we're on the same page. If I say April, we're, we're on the same page. Everybody's doing the same thing. We got mm-hmm. to say, hey, Mr. Customer, vehicle's available. Great news. My manager's in a great mood. He prepared 32 different ways, 18 ways, 24 ways, 52 ways, 96 ways, whatever it is. Put away. OK, <laughs> hey, over here in El Paso, it's not ways. It's G-U-E-Y. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 32 ways. <laughs> ah, ah. Remember, we don't say yes around here. What do we say? We say yes. We don't say yes. We say yes. Oh, you hear the puzzle. I know Mike doesn't like these jokes. All right. So anyway, <laughs> he's like, hey, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Mike. All right. So 32 different ways. Okay. 32 different ways. Okay. To sell you a car, Mr. Customer. Mr. Customer, circle which one works best for you. Right, Mikey? And, and we'll go ahead and get you what? We'll get you what? We'll get you what? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? We'll get you what?
1: Cleaned up for delivery.
0: Cleaned up and ready for delivery. Great job, Jasmine. Great job. And then the customer says, well, well wait. No, man, uh, that's still not going to work. That's still not going to work, man. I don't know. Remember I told you outside, Aaron. I'm not ready, bro. I'm not ready. Why won't you just listen to me? Why are salespeople like this? I told you three times I'm not buying. Why do you keep asking me to buy a car? What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) Why not? Why not, not, Mr. Custer? Everybody say, why not? Okay, give me that damn bow. Hand me a bow. Hand me that red one. Hand me that red one. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. Okay, what month is it, guys? What month is it? What are people here to do? Okay? Okay? They're here to put a bow on these damn cars. Okay? They're not here to look at cars and smell them and sit on them. Shit, they can do that at home. They want to put a damn bow on their car. Here's the car right here. Put the bow on it and take it home. Can I get an amen? amen. Can I amen. preach to you this morning? Okay? Can I tell you the truth? Or you want me to tell you lies? You want me to tell you that people are just coming here to look around? That they just come in here to smell the cars. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to get some numb <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right, Mr. Brooks? Is that true? Okay. That is not true, ladies and gentlemen. That is not true. That is not true by any means. So can I tell you something this morning? They're here to buy. What did, what did she say earlier? What's your name?
2: What, what's your name? Ashley.
0: I, I keep forgetting your name. And I'm so grateful that you're here this morning. Seriously, guys. She doesn't have to be here. She's here. Holly's got her team here, her BDC team, to learn about the process. How amazing is that? That's Isn't that awesome. incredible? Seriously, guys, give it up for uh, Holly and her team, yes. BDC, BDC, Hi. BDC. Oh, all right, all right. We believe in BDC because we can't make appointments on our own. So if it wasn't for them, shoot, we'd be screwed over here. So thank you, BDC. Have the ball back. All right, so anyway, so Ms. Ashley said earlier, customers are here to buy a card. To buy a car. So can we start treating them like so? Can we stop treating them like they're here to waste our time? Can we stop treating them like they're just here to get numbers and go shop? Can we stop treating them like they're just here to throw crazy numbers at us? Can we stop treating them like they're here to just hang out? They're here to buy a car. True or false, Holly? Do you believe that? So when a customer doesn't buy a car, we've said this a hundred times already. When a customer does not buy a car, Brenda, tell us the truth. When a customer comes in with intentions of what?
1: Buying a car. Buying a car.
0: And they don't buy a car. Whose fault is it? The salesperson. It's our fault. It's our fault. We fail. We failed. We didn't show them the right car. We didn't show them the right numbers. We took too long to show them numbers. Okay, we didn't. We didn't have a good attitude. True or false? True. Say true. true. Okay, we didn't do a good job selling the car. Say true. true. Okay, we weren't enthusiastic enough. Say true. true. We acted like they were bothering us, and it was too hot outside. True or false? True. Think about it. When we saw their credit score, we said, "Oh." La cucaracha. Uh-huh. Right? Is that nice? Oh Joe Joe loves that joke. <laughs> he goes, Yeah, yeah, I got that on my playlist on my Spotify. I got that on my Spotify. Joe, stop that, okay? I know you're old school, but you need to stop that right now. Okay? We don't think like that, right, Jojo? We treat every customer, Jojo, like what?
1: An obligation. Like a what?
0: A million bucks. Like a millionaire. That's right. An obligation, a millionaire. We treat every customer like they're millionaires. Unless they're millionaires. Then we treat them like what?
1: Billionaires. Like billionaires.
0: Regardless, regardless, guys, we're going to treat customers like they're the kings and the queens. Amen? Remember Jimmy when he worked here and he called everybody king? How did that make you feel when he called you king? Made you feel good, didn't it? When you say, what's up, king? You're like, damn. I am a king. He's right. That made you feel good, didn't it? I say, hey, queen, what's up? Hey, say hi to the queen, queen Flores. Wow, you he's right. She is a queen. Think about it. So when we make a, a customer feel more than they are, what, that ha- what happens then? They're willing to work with us. They're willing to listen to us. They're willing to give us more money down. They're willing to maybe look at a different vehicle because we are treating them like the right way. Amen? So we're going to push a customer anticipating that they're going to say no. When they say no, we're going to say, okay. Why not? Why not, right, Jason? Jason, have you been pushing to a worksheet? And if so, yes. give us give us give us the verbiage of how do you push to a worksheet? Let's hear it from, from a brand new guy who's only been with our process for a week. Okay, you can use the lifeline, that's fine. If somebody wants to help you over there, okay? But he's been with our with our process for about two weeks, I think, three weeks max. He came from another store. So obviously, if if somebody came from another store, can we just make one thing clear right now? Okay, and I know Lance gonna know the answer to this. I'm gonna ask Lance. He's probably the only one who's gonna know the answer to this. If somebody that has Thursday, never worked at Bravo, Thursday. but has worked at another store, Lance, for many years, been in the carpets for a long time, what are the chances that they picked up what
1: bad habits?
0: Thank you, Lance. Can we just say the truth today? Can we just speak the truth? Okay, and whoa, whoa, whoa. okay, let's let's go deep into that. Let's go deep into that. Okay, I feel like I'm Tony Robbins right now. Okay, all right. Let's go deep into that. Name one of those bad habits.
1: Pre-qualifying. One ha- bad habit. Laziness. Walking customers, Not giving good customer service. Not treating them like royalty. Oh, that's-
0: how about how about this one? Giving up on a customer fast. How about that one? Is that a good one? Okay. Those are bad habits, guys. Everybody say bad habits. Bad habits. We ain't doing that over here. So, so when we come to Bravo and you learn this new process, you got to get rid of that shit. You got to get rid of that. Say, hey, I can't do that no more. I can't pre-qualify. I can't give up easy on customers. I can't walk a customer. How about this bad habit? Not believing in follow-up. Amen? How about this bad habit? Being rude. You don't think there's a lot of dealerships out there that the salespeople are rude and they treat people like crap when they have bad credit and we act like we don't need their damn business? But we kind of touched on that today. Right. So I'm preaching to you all this morning. So,
1: Jason, talk to us and show us how do you push the worship? Sir, we uh, we need to make sure that we good morning, by the way. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you, sir. Um, we first of all need to make sure that we have uh, that we have test driven a vehicle and that it's that's been a million dollar walk around and that we butterfly that vehicle and made sure that it is the one that they want to purchase. And if, they, um, if they're wanting to kind of resist on the numbers and kind of think about it or go talk to a loved one or, or whatever the case may be, we'd like to tell them that, listen, we've surveyed, you know, 75, 80 folks last month out of 100. And the only two reasons that they don't purchase a vehicle would be, A, they didn't drive the vehicle to know if they want to buy it or not. And B, they didn't get numbers to see if it financially made sense for their family or for, or for what they're trying to accomplish. so. Mr. Customer, you're telling me you, you love the vehicle. You love the way it drives. Everything, all the options are what you're looking for, for your family and for yourself. My question to you is, do you mind if we drive it and I show you some numbers, so at least you have that to take with? Usually, wow. usually, usually whenever you tell a customer that, they're, they're more inclined to be able to at least take some numbers and, and at least you can start your process from there and get people involved.
0: That is amazing. Give Jason a hand. All right. Okay.
1: All right. All right.
0: Okay. But, but, you know, Alex Flores, Yes, was that perfectly done? (laughs) That's okay though, right? But we believe that practice doesn't make perfect. What makes perfect? Perfect practice. practice. I did love the way that he kind of turned around and said, hey, they didn't buy because of this. I'm not going to knock that because I like it. That makes perfect sense. So I'll leave that one alone because it doesn't have to be like a robot exactly like me. The only thing that I think you can change, Jason, that is really, really important and it's going to make a humongous difference is that you asked the customer, would you mind if we show you numbers? I don't know, I can't remember what the word that you used. And another thing you did, because I listened, you used the word resist. You said if they resist to the numbers, right? Which tells me again, that we're asking. Because the only time that I'm gonna resist to something, if somebody asks me. Does that make sense to you? Think about this, here's an example to resist, okay? Here we go, ready? Watch this. This is the resist exercise. Ready? Ready? Can y'all see me? All right, here we go. Okay, say no. Okay. Hey, Holly, would you like some coffee? No. Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. That's give me a why on that one. Yeah. All right, ready? Here we go. Hey, Holly, I got your coffee, it's delicious. Enjoy. <laughs> you see the difference? Y'all see the difference? Okay. Can she resist to that? Can she resist to that? Because did I ask? I didn't even ask. So, hey, Holly, we surveyed 175, 80 customers last month. We asked them when you were at home, uh, what was something that you would like to accomplish when you came to the dealership that you couldn't do from home, from your office, blah, blah, blah. And they all said they wanted to drive a car, which we lo- you love it. I love how you delivered that. That was amazing. Jason, you did it better than me. That was incredible. Great job on that. But, Mr. Customer, let me do you a favor. Let me do you a favor and let me get you this number so that you can take home with you. And you can think about it, pray about it, do whatever. Follow me. Follow me. Everybody say, follow me. Follow me. That's it. There is no asking. Everybody say, don't ask. Don't ask. Just tell. Just yeah. tell. Okay? Do not ask. Do not ask. Okay? The only time you ask in the car business is when you're asking for a raise, brother. That's it. You know what, and no, no, no other time in sales do you ever ask. You tell. Okay? Unless you're asking for a raise. You don't come and tell me, hey. Give me a race, okay? That is not gonna work, okay? You have to ask me, okay? <laughs> but other than that, everybody say other than that. other than that. When do we use other than that, Mike? Because we say that a lot around here. Other than that, I told my wife, "Hey, babe, other than," she's like, "Bro, this is not a cardio. Stop talking to me like that." <laughs> she's like, "Man, we can't go to Miami," and I said, "Babe, why not?" Well, because of this, because we we you know I don't know if it's a good time right now with the new. With the new Corona shit from Africa. And I said, okay, well, other than, other, well, it's coming from Africa. What's so funny? No, it's Africa, the new one. Or whatever. What is? Well, South or North, is fucking Africa. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Okay, okay. Bro, it's not coming from China. That was the first one. That's the one Keanu brought to us. Oh! oh, oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. He's not even Chinese, guys. He's Mexican. Okay. Filipino. Filipino. Okay. He's Mexicanese. Okay. All right. Anyway, hang on. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. Let's get serious here. Okay, guys? Okay. Damn, we lost our train of thought. What is it? Oh, my wife. So she's like, hey, we can't go because of the new Corona thing that just came out. They're, they're talking about all of the news. And I go, all right, honey. Other than that, what else? Well, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I, I need to get my, my, uh, my, my passport up Okay. Other than you need a passport to go to Miami. But okay. Other than, other than. And then we run out of objections. We run out of objections. There is no other reason why we can't do it. Because let me ask you this. How many times, I want you to think about this so that you understand. Because selling is psychology. Why do you think we have a platform that is called what? Salecology. Because there is a lot of psychology in sales. True or false? So I want you to think about this. How many times, Ashley, have you thought about doing something and you were all excited? You're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go out with this guy. I'm going to go buy this purse. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get this. I'm going I'm I'm to go start doing this. I'm going to start dancing and I'm going to start doing whatever, right? I'm going to learn how to learn dance salsa or whatever. You were all excited and all of a sudden you didn't do it because you talked your way out of it. You talk yourself out of it. Nobody talked you out of it. Holly didn't say, no, no, no. You shouldn't, you shouldn't start riding a bike. You shouldn't do this. You talked yourself out of it. Have you ever done that before?
2: A lot of times. Have you ever done that before? Yes. Have you ever done that before? Yes. Yes. Have you ever done that before? Most definitely.
0: Have you ever done that
1: before? Absolutely.
0: Have you ever done that before?
1: (laughs) See, Yes, sir. Every time.
0: All the time. All the time. So guess what happens when a customer comes in? And they get excited about buying a car. They're like, oh man, the Christmas the Christmas music is playing. They got a pretty tree. They got the the the, the little photo uh, booth. Everything's exciting. My my salesperson's really cool. I love Joe. He's done a great job. And all of a sudden, they sit down and they start doing what? They
2: start thinking about it. And, and
0: while they're thinking about it, what do they start doing?
2: Uh,
0: what do they start? Hang on, hang on. What do they start doing?
2: Getting negative, talking. Oh, wait, what? Talking themselves out of it.
0: True or false? True or false? So now that we know that, that human beings have a tendency to do that, right? So then we are, that's why we do the other then. Because of what we're doing with this exercise of other then, other than other then, I want to teach you my process so you become a beast at selling. So you can shut anybody down. And it's not like you're going to do it in a bad way, but you're understanding that, okay, my customer's trying to do what right now? Trying yeah. And doing what to themselves? To talk themselves out of it. Say it again. Talk themselves out of it. So my job by saying other than other than is to do what?
2: Talk myself back into it.
0: Talk, talk help them. Help them understand what? That they need to purchase. That they need to purchase because why? Because the time is now. And because why else? They deserve it. And because why else?
1: Because it's good for them. Because why? They deserve it. It's a beautiful car. They worked for it. They deserve
0: it. It's a great decision. It's a great decision. The time is right. We're taken care of. And it's good. Look at my little bobblehead right there. And my man, got over here. Okay? So, I love it. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, 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 what was, what's happening here is the customer starts to talk themselves out of it. And it's my job. It is my job. Okay, 45 years in the car business, freaking veteran, amazing veteran, Marine veteran, the man, the legend. I don't know how this guy does it. Gross monster, selling fool, Cadillac showing, suit wearing, taco eating. Oh, Mr. Joe Moreno, give it up for Joe. Let's go, baby. Ah. Don't cry, Joe. I love you, too. I love you. He gets emotional. I know. You're amazing. Hey, are we grateful for Joe? Seriously, how much respect do you have for this man? Think about it. This man's 120 years old and selling cars.
2: He's
0: he's freaking amazing. And he's out here doing it, making it happen. Not, well, he complains a little bit sometimes. No, I don't, I don't. But not, loves the business. Loves customers. Love Bravo. No loves Bravo. That's amazing. Man, we honor you today, Joe. Seriously, man. Thank you very much. I know we joke a lot, but we appreciate you. All right. So so, 45 years in the car business, sir, when a customer starts to talk themselves out of it, have you ever turned it around and say, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, time out. It's a good decision. You should do it. And the customer actually listened to you. Uh, most of the time. Okay. He didn't say sometimes. He said most of the time. Isn't that what a great salesperson does? Have you ever heard of the term in the car business? I'm gonna let you guys go soon, but have you ever heard of the term? Who's liking the training today, by the way? Got a lot of interaction today. We got a lot of people participating, right? We're learning. When a customer starts to so when a customer starts to talk, talk themselves out of buying a car, it's our duty, right, Holly? Okay. All right, guys, listen, December. December is the time. Let's go do it, guys. Let's go do it. If you're not gonna sell 20 cars in December, You might as well get out of the car business because if you can't do 20 cars in December, especially now, look at our lots. Nobody has their lot like we do. I promise you that. So you got plenty of inventory. Do your lot walks. Walk your lots in the back. Communicate with BDC. Treat appointments like kinks. Listen to your managers. You got great leadership. Mike and Jasmine out there in the morning doing a lot walk, going over all these important things with you. Lance, talking to them in the morning, talking about accountability. We got a great plan here, guys. We got the bows. Let's get them ready. Let's go. Let's go make some money in December. If you can't make money in December, guys, you might as well get out of the car business. If anybody does not make a check in December, I'm going to tell you with all due respect and as a friend to you, this is not for you. If anybody has a bad month this month, you are not cut out for this because December is easy. It's Super Bowl. People are here to buy. People are here to do business. We're not going to miss a new car deal, by the way, guys. I know we've been charging 10% over, but now that we have inventory, we're not going to miss a deal. So do not tell a customer, hey, it's 10% over or you're out of here. We're not going to do that. That's what we want to get because I think we should. But if it comes down to it, I'll sell a car for invoice. I'm just telling you right now. Do I want to? No. Do I want to sell an escalator for invoice? Absolutely not. I don't think we need to, right? Brooke is like, are you crazy? Okay. We're not probably not going to do that, but you get my point. We're not going to miss a deal. We're not going to miss a deal. As long as the deal makes sense, as long as we can replace the car. Now, can we replace an Escalade right now? No. So that wouldn't make sense, right? That wouldn't make sense to give it away. But if we can replace the car, we got more coming in. Sell the car. Sell a Silverado. Sell a Versa. Sell a a Titan. Sell a Rogue. Sell a uh, uh, whatever it is that we can get more of. Sell Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Do not miss a deal. So closers, go out there. Get involved. EMI. Guys, use your closers to help you. Not to go move cars, but to help you close deals, to help you make more appointments. Let's work with the BDC guys. They do a lot for us. Let's just all come together this month as an organization, Bravo Auto Group, and let's go out there and make it happen, guys. We want to keep creating a great environment for you guys. Let's follow the process. Push through our worksheet. Coach offer. EMI. I want desk interviews on every customer. I want to show customers every pencil, guys. We're only going to keep getting better. Who wants to get better? Who wants to grow? Who wants to develop? Who wants 2022 to be the best year they've ever had in the industry? It's there, guys. So you got everything you need, guys. You got no excuses. We talked about that outside. Go make it happen. Make it happen on three. One, two, three. Let's go get it, guys. Rock and roll.